14th chapter of uh, St. John, St. John chapter 14, and I will begin reading the 25th verse, amen, St. John chapter 14 and, and verse 25, and it says it like this, these things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the comforter but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. What a wonderful name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. Amen unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My peace I'm going to leave with you. My peace I'm going to give to you. Don't get upset about the things of the world. Uh, I think that they're fulfilling prophecy. And so in the process, we amen, may suffer a little bit. But, uh, but in the hand of God, it's just going to have to all come to a head. Amen. And so we, our trust has got to be in God all the way. Amen. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word that I read. And I thank you, God, for this day, Lord, when we come together and remember you seemingly more in focus. Amen. In this day, because, Lord, it all began in a little cradle in a little trough, amen, in a little manger back in Bethlehem some 2,000 years ago. And may, Lord, today you become as present with us today as you was then. And I pray it in your name, in the name of Jesus, and amen. And you may be seated. Praise God. Uh, I, will, I will make this little thought of uh, confession, I guess I could say, or whatever, uh, because uh, the uh, Sunday school lesson this morning, but I started this sermon, amen, in November, working on it, and uh, it's been ready for about three weeks, and then the whole today's lesson, you know, Brother Harrelson was bringing it out, and of course, I was, uh, I was thinking in the process, amen, of of, uh, of what what this day is to all of us, Amen. Christmas uh, it's the most holy day, I guess, in the church of any day, Amen. And it is the most, uh, I, uh, I guess, uh, socially it it's a time that we all get together as families more than any other period of time. And we, we are celebrating the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ into this world. Amen. Amen. The, to, to the Christians, Christmas is when God chose to come to the world that he created. And not only just to visit, but to make his abode with us. To walk, amen, in the footsteps of man, or for man to walk it, should I say, in the footsteps of him. Amen. To walk a path that would 
show us how, amen, to lead us into an eternal spiritual, eternal life, amen, with him. Amen. He came to establish a kingdom that will supersede all earthly kingdoms that man has created in the periods of time that we have history. That he came to establish a spiritual kingdom rather than one that's in the politics, amen, of this world. Amen. Now go back to Isaiah to uh, kind of kick this off, you know, when Isaiah started prophesying, amen, and he put a beautiful picture of, uh, of the Lord coming, amen, and he prophesied that in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, amen. Amen. And then just another couple of chapters over. Amen. In Isaiah 9 and 6. Amen. Amen. This is quoted. But unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name, his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace, amen, he filled those roles, amen, he was, amen, those people, those, those statements here made, amen, praise God. And there's many other prophetical scriptures that, uh, that even just the book of Isaiah spoke to us about. You can turn to the 53rd chapter if you like, no, no, no now, but you can read that and it, it, it gives you more of a detail of uh, the work that the Lord Jesus Christ and the promised seed or the promised one would come and uh, would, he, he just drew it out to where you can't, as an old saying is sometimes, a blind man could see that. <laughs> amen. And so the prophetic word came true, amen, in Bethlehem's manger, amen, in, in, in some 2,000 years ago. And uh, I've been hearing a song, and I, don't, I can't quote the song at all. That it's a new song that I have never heard before. We talk about the little brown donkey that carried, amen, Mary to Bethlehem. And, and then the, uh, the calves and the donkeys said, I will give her my manger and so forth. You know, I, I, I just, I just uh, listened to that song, and I kind of believe that there was some spiritual something there. I, I, believe, I believe the world, amen, in the animal kingdom recognized that there was a Messiah around. And we as human beings don't need to, amen, to hear the story and then to put it aside, amen, for 11 more year, months or so, and then bring it back out again and, and, and so forth. It needs to be something to remember, amen, all of our days of life, amen. Praise God. Matthew, Matthew, the first chapter, and uh, we'll turn there, Matthew chapter 1, and uh, begin reading with uh, the 21st verse. 
And it says it like this, and she shall bring forth a son. And I did not read all the story, you know, 18th verse, amen, when the birth of Jesus Christ was upon this wise and so forth. But he said in verse 21, and she shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Jesus. All in capital letters, amen. Uh, there's Jehovah has become salvation, if you want to interpretate that. Now, all of this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, amen, amen, saying, behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. Praise God. And thou shalt call his name, amen, amen, Jesus. But also, amen, they shall call his name Emmanuel. That's just what Isaiah said, amen, which is to be interpreted God with us. Hallelujah. Amen. When we start reading these prophetical words, amen, here that it tells us God is with us. Messiah has come. Amen. Amen. And, and, and he's, he's going to dwell among his people. Amen. He, he dwells among the earth, but his people, he is very present. I felt him today. When we were singing the praises of the Lord, some people even walked up to the altar to pray and worship when the song was being sung because it touched our hearts, it touched mine, I know, and it touched yours. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord God loves us enough to come down and be with us in person. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. They, 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 they couldn't, amen, the Sanhedrin, as Brother Harrell was teaching this morning, and much of what I'm going to be preaching on today is right in line with the Sunday school lesson. That's why I said what I did a while ago, amen, the Sunday school lesson. Before I ever read the Sunday school lesson, amen, I already had this prepared, and I thought, I, I, we're going to give him a double dose today, Brother Harrelson. Amen. Uh, amen. It's, 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 it's so... Uh, so revealing. But the politics of our world today is just like it was back then. They don't want to put Jesus in there. The Lord could, I mean, they, they, the Sanhedrin, the problem was with them, they thought that they were the religious authority in the world, and they would not, did not want Jesus to usurp it from them. Hello? Amen. They couldn't accept him because he wasn't, he wasn't under their thumb. And I think that's a problem of a lot of politicians today. And I think there's a lot of, amen, I'm talking about religious politicians too. Amen. They want to control without Lord, letting the Lord do the controlling. Amen. They were against him because he wouldn't, he wouldn't obey them. Find in fault with everything that he did. Amen. They couldn't control him. But the people, amen, the people, the common folks, you and I, amen, were very interested in what the Lord, amen, was coming to do and say, amen. The, he, he, the, the Sanhedrin even can control them. Brother Harrelson was making mention, amen, of Nicodemus. He, he said, we know, and uh, he was saying that they know that you're a teacher come from God, but how come you're not, you know, uh, our problem is that, you are not under our authority. But the people gladly received him. Amen. Praise God. To the sick, he was the great physician. 
Amen. He healed. He was a healer. To the hungry, he was the bread of life. Amen. He, he come to feed us. Amen. And I'm no, I want you to know something. Moses wasn't the only one that fed the multitudes. Amen. When he came around, he fed the multitude, but he was trying to feed them all the time with the word of God. And sometimes it, even in his ministry, amen, he was not received by everyone, but there was many that received him and to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And to the weary, he became the rest. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Praise God. And to the thirsty, amen, he was the living water. Amen. To St. John chapter 7. Let me just turn there and read, amen, St. John chapter 7. And, and a verse number 37 and through 39, amen, it says it like this, amen, in the last day, that great day of the feast, it was the feast of tabernacles. It was a time when they came and give praise to God for their, for their, 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 uh, their, their harvest and so forth. And uh, they came, amen, and, and that, that last day of the feast, it was the, it was the day that they drew water out of the the pool of Shalom and coming and praise God for the thirst, the water that he had fed their crops and so forth. And uh, they were dragging water and pouring it out before the Lord. And Jesus just stood up, amen, there. And he said, if it, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, if any man is thirsty, or thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Praise God. But this was speaking him of the spirit. Amen. Which they, 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 amen. This speaking of the spirit, which they believed on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So the Lord Jesus in the seventh chapter of St. John was talking about a spiritual in, infusion into my and your life. Amen. And I want to talk today and preach a little bit to us about what the Lord Jesus came to give us that living water and to give us that living spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To the, to the brokenhearted, amen, the Lord was the comforter. Amen. And now to turn to, amen, St. John chapter 14. Amen. Talk to us about uh, what the Lord, he was sitting in the upper room with the disciples. Amen. He, he, he preached to them or taught to them. Amen. Four chapters, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th chapters of St. John. And, and he, he was going away. You know, he was, uh, he was going to be crucified in just a few hours from then. And he was preparing them, amen, for a time when he would not be present with them in the flesh, but he was going to be present with them in the spirit. Now, I, I want to just let you know, we, we worship the manger and we worship the Lord, amen, for his coming. But the Lord Jesus came more than just to appear in the flesh. Hallelujah. He came to be with us always, even unto the end of the world. St. John chapter 14, and I will begin reading at verse 15. Amen. 
if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father that he will give you another comforter. Amen. Another spiritual presence. Amen. Hallelujah. He will give you another comforter that may abide with you forever. Praise God. As long as we're in this flesh. Amen. And you're in the spirit or you're a child of God. Amen. There's always going to be the divine presence of the Lord with you. If you will allow him to guide you, he will guide you. Even the spirit of truth. Amen. Whom the world can't receive, cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him. He said to the disciples, you know, you know, you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Jesus sitting there with the disciples and he said, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I want to come to you. I'll be back in a few days to be with you forever. I want you to know Jesus is more sometimes than just one of those amen we can remember the history of. Jesus is very present today. If you, if you believe in the birth of Jesus, you've got to believe, amen, and also these scriptures, it tells us he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will be with us always even unto the end of the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus, amen, the Messiah told his disciples in chapter 16. Amen. May I just read these, through these, these words in the upper room that the Lord was talking to his disciples to encourage them, to give them faith and confidence. Amen. Hallelujah. And in St. John chapter 16, and I will begin reading at verse number five. Amen. It says it like this. And now I go away to him that sent me, and none of you ask me, Whither goest thou? But because I have said these things, amen, unto you, sorrow hath filled your hearts. And I, I can understand that. They, they had not grasped the situation that the, when the Lord Amen was gone. Amen. That that it was it was good for them. Amen. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. It's it's the best thing's gonna happen to you. For if I go away, not if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And amen, when he has come. He will reprove the world of sin and righteousness and of judgments. Amen. It's expedient for you. It's the best thing that can ever happen to you is for the Lord to depart in flesh that he can be with you always in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. He did not come to this earth to spend 33 years or 33 and a half years with us and say, I've done my job. I've finished what I came to do. I want you to know, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always. Weymouth's translation does, does say, amen. It is to your advantage that I go away. Amplified Bible speaks, and I've, I hope to bring it and read it, but I did not. Amen. Rotham said, it is profitable to you that I depart. 
I, it's, it's the best thing can happen to you for me, amen, to depart this world, amen, and bring back to you, amen, the very presence of God that's going to be always with you in the times of problem. I, I, can, I can feel everybody in this world. He didn't say that, but I said it. Amen. He's, he died for everyone, and everybody can have a part, amen, of the very spiritual presence of the Lord God, amen, in their lives, amen, today. Webster declares, amen, I looked up Webster's Dictionary to see what that comforter means, amen, Jesus was talking about here, and Webster's Dictionary says it, it, it is, the comforter is a, is, a, is a covering to warm you. That's a kind of an inspirational thing, isn't it? A comforter is what the world talks about. Amen. Some of you ladies probably have one around the house. It's to warm you. Amen. But uh, amen. the comforter that the Lord was talking about is a whole lot more than just a warmer. It's going to be a ever-present. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, well, listen to what Jesus said. Amen. What the comforter is. And we're going to turn to the 14th chapter, back to the 14th chapter, and just read a few verses of scripture there. Verse 15. Amen. Uh, the comforter. And, and, and I've, I've, I've just read that. Amen. That uh, he's going to be a comforter that's going to keep you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will not, not leave it comfortless, but I will come to you. And then we're going to turn to uh, the, uh, the 25th verses, which was a text. Amen. These things have I spoken unto you. Amen. Um, I'm yet present with you, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Now, he tells us exactly what the comforter is. It's the spirit of God that wants to live with us and dwell with us. Amen. The comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's going to abide with you. And he'll tell us in verse 26, amen, that it's going to, it's going to teach us and it's going to lead us and guide us and bring all things to our remembrance, what I've told you. The comforter is a quickening spirit, amen, that somehow deals with you, amen, as you're driving down the road, as you're praying or you're seeking the Lord. God wants to, amen, communicate with us. And uh, we don't need to get out of communication with the Lord. Praise God. He, he, wants to, he wants to somehow, amen, be with us always, even unto the end of the world. Praise God. Jesus identified us, amen, he's the, he's the spirit of truth in verse 17 of St. John chapter 4. He's the abiding presence of the Lord forever, amen, in verse number 16. He is the world cannot receive him because, amen, he, he, they will not accept him, amen, but you, you're going to know him because he's going to dwell with you. Verse 18, he will not leave us comfortless, amen, and, and then in verse 26 of St. John chapter 14, he's the comforter which the Father is going to put in his name. Amen. Verse 26, he, he will teach you and guide you. Amen. And then verse 27, peace I leave with you and my peace I'm going to give to you. Not the world's way the world gives. Amen. Hallelujah. What comfort there is to know. Amen. I, I heard a little story one time told of a a woman, the tornado was coming, and everybody was praying, but this one lady, and she was just sitting there rocking with a rocking chair. And so everybody was upset with her. Say, why ain't you praying? She said, I've already prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. I've already prayed. 
Amen. People, a lot of times they don't want to start praying when the problems hit, but sometimes, amen, that peace comes over us in the times that we know that the Lord is taking care of all the situations, praise God, that we're going through. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. St. John chapter 15. Amen. In verse number 26. And when the comforter is come, he will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, amen, that proceedeth forth from the Father. He shall testify of me, amen. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is going to testify of the Lord, amen. And ye shall bear witness because ye have been with me from the beginning. Praise God. The Comforter is going to give the testimony of what the Lord Jesus Christ did at Calvary and inviting us to become a part of it. Chapter 16 of St. John, this is, this is Jesus setting in the upper room, amen, with his 11 disciples now, and he is instructing them and giving them, amen, the, the, the faith to build. Hallelujah. St. John chapter 16 in verse number 5, and now I go away, amen, and that he, to him that sent me, and none of you ask whether thou where goest thou, but because I have said these things, you sorrow, Amen, and hath filled your your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth: it's expedient that I go away. If I go not away, the Comforter will not come. If I depart, he will send him unto you. I will send him unto you. And whether I go, Amen. When he comes, he will excuse me. And when he comes, he will reprove the world of sin and the righteousness and judgments of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. Of judgments because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but she cannot bear them now. How be it? How be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, amen, he will guide you into all truth. Praise the Lord. I'm not preaching from some of these thoughts, just, but, but he said when the, when the Holy Ghost comes into your life, amen, if you'll just let it guide you, it'll, it'll guide you in the right way. There's a whole lots of people that needs the Holy Ghost to guide them, amen. And you're, you, you, you will not go wrong when the Spirit is guiding your life. Praise the Lord. If, am, I, uh, am, I, if, am I right in this situation? If, I'm, if, uh, if uh, you think I'm doing the right thing or you think this is a truth, amen, I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, you've got the Holy Ghost and you're allowing it to guide you. You know you've got the truth and God will not lead you astray. If God's the guide of your life, amen, I'll tell you where you're going to wind up. Heaven, hallelujah. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever the, he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Hallelujah. I don't think that the church, if I could just pause right here and just kind of get off the track, I don't think that the church is going to be led astray, and I don't think that, amen, this world is going to catch us off guard in a sense to say, but amen, we, we'll become aware of the situations as they come, up, come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He, he shall glorify me, 
he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath admired, and therefore say I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. This is Jesus talking. He's going to take of mine and show it unto you. Praise God. The spirit of truth. What a faith-building trust we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. What all he has prepared Amen for us. Now, I'm, I've, I've, I've tried to uh, let you know that the, amen, that the disciples, my, they had such, such great uh, warnings and teachings, amen, of what the Lord, amen, amen, was doing in this world. Now, I'm going to give you two last things that Luke talked about. Luke, amen, gave us a couple of scriptures or passages of scripture, should I say, that was a very very culmination, I guess, of the Lord's amen, preparation here on this earth in Luke chapter 24. Just as he was amen, concluding his epistle or his gospel, shall I say, amen, Luke 24 and verse 49. I'll read verse 48. And ye are witnesses of these things, amen. Maybe I back and repentance and remission of sins, verse 47. Amen. Should be preached in his name among all the nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you're a witness of these things. And behold, I send a promise of my Father unto you, but tarry you in the city of Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. That's Luke talking to us out of his gospel. And then Luke picks up the pen again. Amen. In the first chapter. Amen, of, uh, of Acts. Amen, Acts, the first chapter, and it says it like this. Amen, and when, the, when the, the Lord was about to depart this world, amen, Luke was writing about what Jesus said. And uh, he, Luke chapter, or Acts chapter 41, <laughs> Acts chapter 1, amen, and I begin at verse number 4. And being assembled with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized, amen, with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know, amen, it's not for you the time of the season which the Father put in his own will, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses both to me in Judea and in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. That is the command for the church. Now, I preach and I believe it. Amen. That God's put his spirit and power in you, in you that's got the Holy Ghost. You've been born again. And that's, that's what I, the point that I'm just fixing to start preaching on. I'm just getting to my message. Okay. You have been born again also. Just like God was born into this world, amen, to save the world. Now you've been born again to complete his work. Fulfill his promise. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. That's what he told the disciples. Amen. Praise God. He's gave you the comforter. He's gave you the teacher, the guide, amen, the spiritual truth, amen, the Holy Ghost, amen, to help us 
to fulfill. He wants to live through you. Amen. And, and have your tongue and have your minds and have your, your life, God, given to him so he could preach through you and talk amen, through you and witness to, through you because you are his witnesses now. Jesus does not desire, amen, to be just an emblem that you put around your neck or you sit on your dresser or you hang on the wall of him to remember him by. Hello? Amen. He wants to be in you, a spiritual impartation of himself in you. Amen. That where the world is looking for Jesus, amen, don't find him anywhere except in the hearts and the lives of his people. Praise God. Amen. He doesn't desire, amen, to be any place but in you. Amen. He will to come to us to accomplish his will. Jesus told the parable of the talents. Matthew 25 and verse 14 through 30. He talked about giving the talents. I'm going away, but I want to give you a talents, give send you some talents. Amen. Now you can just, that talent there is basically financial or, or, or some valuable thing that he's given to you to keep until he comes back again. And the only one that missed out on the things of God was the one that buried his talent, buried his experience. Amen. You, I, I think he, they, he, they, they buried the comforter. They buried this, this the spirit of truth that the Lord gave to us. Amen. And that's what Jesus was referring to in that. If you can go to the commentaries, it'll tell you. He was giving us not just money, but he was giving us a treasure. The Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, the comforter. Amen. That we may take that and multiply it. Now, brothers and sisters, my, 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 my crooks of my thought is today is God gave us the most precious gift that ever was because it was Christ living within us, the hope of glory. And yet he wants us not to say, I got the Holy Ghost, I'm burying it. But the Lord wants to use every one of us to reach the world that he died for. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Romans, the eighth chapter. And I will conclude here in just a moment. Romans chapter eight. Amen. In verse number eight, Romans eight and eight says this. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So then, amen, but ye are not in the flesh. That's what Paul said. You're not in the flesh, but you're in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. And what really Paul was saying is now that you and I have been born again. That's what Nicodemus was quite concerned about. He couldn't understand having a birth after you're old. 
but that's what you and I, we have come to recognize that Jesus' birth, amen, paved the way for you and I to have a new birth. Praise God. And so now we are, we've been born again. Amen. Hallelujah. And if Christ be in you, the body's dead, but because of sin, amen, amen. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. We're not dead. We're living. We're living spiritual life. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus, raised up Jesus from the dead, it dwells in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead, amen, shall also quicken your mortal bodies. And I've always, you know, we would, most of the time we would think that what he was saying is, and boy, one of these days we will get up out of the grave and so forth. But he was basically saying, putting life within you in your mortal bodies. The life of Christ is in you. The spirit of truth is in you. The Holy Ghost is in us. Yes, amen. And so now we are the representative of the Lord Jesus Christ of this world. Jesus said, it's, it's expedient. It's very necessary. It's, 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 very, it's, a, it's a blessing. Because if I don't go away, I can't come back and be in everybody. Be in, oh, I, I, I could be in everyone if they just allow me to. Praise God. If the Spirit raised up Christ from the dead, it shall also bring life. Amen. Hallelujah to your mortal bodies. Bring life to them. Amen. Hallelujah. It's going to convict the world of sin. Amen. In, in John chapter 16, verse 7 and 8. It's going to guide you into all truth. Amen. These are the things that the Lord, amen, has given to mankind. Hallelujah. Amen. The virgin birth of Jesus paved the way that you and I have, amen, to have a spiritual birth. Hallelujah. That we can worship him in the spirit and in truth. Jesus' birth was to come and give us a new lease on life. I'm thankful to God that he, amen, has touched our hearts. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 4, and I will conclude if you want to stand. Acts chapter 4. And there's a story there in the third and fourth chapter of Acts that is a very uh, uh, inspirational, I guess, to us because it was the day after, I think, Pentecost that Peter and John went up to the temple at the hour of prayer. And you know the story that there was the man in, at the gates the crippled man that had never walked. Amen. And so Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Amen. And that brought the whole third chapter and the fourth chapter of, of Acts into perspective because they, they want to know about what authority and whatever and Peter got to preach to them and tell them exactly what happened, amen, to this man. Amen. And so, amen, in the fourth chapter, amen, you can, you can read that in the fourth chapter of Acts in verse 5. And it says it like this. 
Amen. And it came to pass in the, in the morrow that the rulers and the elders, even the scribes, amen, and Annas, the high priest, and the Caiaphas, and John, the Alexander, and many other were, were of kin, amen, to the high priest were gathered together. And when they had set them in the midst of them, they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? And Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, praise God. He put his right to work right quick, didn't he? Amen. He filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Said unto them, Amen. Ye rulers of the people and the elders of Israel, if it be by the day you examine by what good deed is done to this impotent man, what means he is made whole, be it known unto you that all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised to the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone that was cut out of the mountain. Amen. Cut out. Amen. Amen. This is which was set a naught by the builders. Amen. Which is became the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men. Why, amen. Whereby we must be saved. And listen. Then when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. In other words, they said, I don't understand this. They marveled. And they took knowledge. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make this statement here. They took knowledge that they had been with Jesus. They've been, they've been with Jesus. They were with Jesus. The power of the Holy Ghost, the scripture says, the Holy Ghost is upon Peter. Amen. They were thinking that Jesus maybe had put something in their hearts and their minds. But I want you to know Jesus was with them, speaking there under the unction and the power of that comforter and the Holy Ghost that you and I possess. May ours be used as Peter's was experiencing the Lord. The needs of this hour, brothers and sisters, is after the new birth, after we have given the talents, after we've been given the Holy Ghost, that we be witnesses. The shortest, man, we, we, we've got everything. We've got everything in our, in our power or in our, in, our, in our grasp, should I say to reach this world if we allow Jesus to live his life in us and through us that's what he came for that's what he came for he came to give life to you and I amen that spiritual life Lord God oh Jesus I pray God today that I have shared God my thoughts that I have been rolling over in my mind but sharing God something to make us recognize and I know Lord I'm with them and we're all in the same boat somewhat that you've given us so much and we use so little of it that may God we recognize what we have we have your divine presence your comforter the spirit of truth Amen. Your, your, your holy power. 
God, you've placed in our hearts that we could be, God, representatives of you. I pray, Lord, that we do not, God, bury our talents. They're becoming unfruitful, unfruitful, Lord, tree that you've, God, put in this world. Help us, Jesus, God, to be convicted, God. I pray myself, Lord, help us to be convicted, God, because of knowing who we are, what we have, that we, God, somehow keep it, God, as a treasure. But as far as you're concerned, amen, you told the parable that some people bury it, and I don't want to bury mine. I don't want to bury mine. God, we pray today, Lord, that we can be quickened by this word, Lord, today and say, I'm going to use that talent. I'm going to use that spirit. I'm going to use what you've given to me, Lord. I'm going to let you use me for your glory. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. If you want to